Welcome to the Warm Down episode 12. And we're going to review the Premier League fixtures from the weekend. Have three main games we'll focus on and then we'll read through the results. The match is coming up, game week two. And if we have time, we'll go through um, some news on football, MMA and boxing. Dave and Dan are with me today. We're going to talk through, as I said, three main games. And we're going to start with um, the game that kicked off the Premier League. Down at Brentford. First time in the Premier League. Full house, new stadium. And their first Premier League win against Arsenal. So, Dan, what did you make of the game? Uh, what can I say? Obviously, went in there with high expectations thinking, yep, Brentford just promoted. Man's going to roll this one. Do a thing. I know we on the previous one, I said 1-1, but you know, deep down, you're thinking, yeah, we got them. But, boy, it was, there was no fight. There was absolutely no fight. I didn't know what the hell I was watching. Like, obviously, yeah, Brent, I said Brentford being at home, they run it, they won it. You're thinking you ride a little storm and you go through it, but boy. And I don't know what he was doing with the team. Well, I'm seeing, I know, I know Aubameyang and Lacazette yeah. supposedly sick. Supposedly sick, but it sounds like maybe they wasn't. I don't know. So what, what, then, on, what, what have you heard about, about them two? No, I ain't heard nothing in particular saying this thing, but you know, you hear them rumours about the way Arteta kind of, the way he announced that it was sick. No, not saying if they, what illness they had in this, that, and the other, but it seemed like more like he didn't care. I heard that, I don't know how much is it true, that they refused to play for him. Oh. That, that's why I, heard, I, that I got told that this morning by an Arsenal fan, and I also heard the radio kind of talking about something to do along them lines mm. anyway. Um, I, I, I don't know. But... Um, the two goals. The two goals. Um, the first goal was um, Canos, Sergio Canos. Um, how, how Leno's getting beaten at his near post like that? I know the speed of the shot, but come on. Yeah, I mean, I, I need to see again. See, I mean, I, it did move quick, but yeah, your near post. I, I, I'm not sure if it was one of them where you can allow the goalkeeper and let him have that one. But the second goal was just embarrassing. Criminal. I hate to say it, it was it's Arsenal defending, and that's my team. <laughs> well, yeah, we got like, we got like some de- uh, a coach to help with the defensive side of it, and that's the best they got, yeah. But fifty million on Ben White. Ben White. He had a bit of a nightmare. No nightmare where he was making huge mistakes. He was just getting buoyed. I think he was talking. Yeah, he got bullied. Yeah. They yeah, one day. Yeah, I, th- I think he got targeted because obviously Ben White's not that tall. And I think Brentford, they got a bit of physicality. They got tall players. And I think they kind of out-muscled him out. There been there was times in the game where it was just getting out-muscled, out-worked in the air. And I think it's a bit of a weakness. But you know, I don't think he was the sole problem. I think Arteta got the team wrong. I mean, I think it's a bit too much for Balogun to be starting a game like that. Um, I don't know the ins and outs, what happened with um, Bang and Lacazette. But he, I think I would have played maybe holding at the back I mean I, I think he's got the selection wrong really but it was a poor performance but yeah I was going to say I was talking to I was talking to someone at work same thing I was like Pablo Marie 
he's slow as hell. And he never positioned himself right. Ben White just he got bullied. About you're not gonna know that until the game starts, but yeah. He yeah. He made no yeah. fixes in game to be like, let's shore this up, let's do thing, no tactical kind of thing. And I was like I think like they were saying if um alongside White, I would have probably would have played Holden instead of Pablo Marie. Because Holden, Holden's got something about him. I mean, he's not like a thing, but he don't get bullied like that. Well, at least I hope not. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think, and you're saying with Balogun, I get yeah. it. Obviously, you give man a chance. Da, da, da. But then I was looking at Pepe's on the right. Cool. Martinelli's meant to be the other side of that front three. And all I'm seeing Martinelli doing, there was no out. he was no outlet to Tierney. He drifted so far infield, Tierney basically had to run the whole wing on his own. I didn't know what the, the balance of that team was. And um, a lot to put on them two youngsters like that, straight up top. Shame uh, is that right back. But I, I heard from the end of last season that Bellerin was going. He's still yeah, there. I know. That's, that's been a rumor for time. You can't control the market if, if, if teams getting, ain't coming in for the guy. You're not just going to send him away for, for free. You know, it's not going to happen. Um mm. I mean, we bought Cedric, but yeah. Chambers starts. That's start. just who I was going to say. We got two right backs, and not one of them starts at Chambers, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't get it. If, if, if you're not happy with the two right backs, then why are you not targeting that in this transfer window? Mm. It's, I said this before, this team is, the balance is wrong. So, uh, it, with, with how many weeks left? Two weeks left? The transfer window? Who? Yeah, where, where, would, where, would, yeah. where would you want to see Arsenal do some work? I spoke to Perry about this and around the time it was obviously the number 10 position was a big thing and the goalkeeper obviously as a second goalkeeper but obviously I know it's just one match but after that one match mm. and as we said the, the question marks over Aubameyang and, and Lacazette Going forward, what what would you like to see done? What do you think needs right. to be done? I think obviously if he's not happy with either of them right back, set them off. I need a right back. It could be all three of them. I don't know because it could be all three. I, I, so yeah. you're not including Cedric. You're talking Chambers and Bellerin. No, no, I'm talking I'm talking um Bellerin and Cedric because I don't okay. class Chambers as a right back. But you just He's bought a Cedric. Predominantly. You just bought Cedric. But but I'm saying if he doesn't rate him enough to play <laughs> and against yeah. a supposedly lesser team, come on. They're yeah. starting off there. Who do you think they should go for if, if you're going to get rid of them players? Um, like Cedric and... I, but, but... but I, I, I get that's literally what I was going to say, but I'm like, at the same time, who do you go for? And the way Arsenal is right now, who wants to come there? Yeah. It's... It's a sad, it's a sad state of affairs for for my club. But I don't know all of this. I hear the Arsenal fan TV. Like, we're a big club. We're a big club. yeah, we may be a big club, but we haven't been a big team in a long time. No one's gonna want to come. So, so, so the manager. I, I'm sure I asked you this at the end of the UFC episode that we did. Yeah. Um, I, I think I said at the time that the pressure 
on him in these first three games. And I wasn't really looking at this game as like a defeat. And, and a def- it's not just a defeat, the way you lost. I, I think that's yeah. it. It's the way you lost. Um, Put it this way, you, you could take a loss if you see that your team fought. And then yeah, okay, I think. 100%. No fight. But with the no fight, is that the manager... Yeah, how long? How long has he has he gotten? I think I was, I was talking about this some before. I was like, you don't, you're not going to sack him now in the start of transfer. That's just stupid. But come December time, if things don't start to turn, his thing, then he would go. So you would like I to give him to December. I think because then obviously if you're going to bring someone in and you want to give them a transfer window. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you're saying you don't want to give them till the end of, yeah, you don't want to give a new, to the end of January and then what, they got two days to buy some players and it's all rushed things and then you end up with. Some some people would argue by the end of September. There's rumours now about Conte. Uh, yeah, yeah, but that, them Conte rumours were always going to happen because Arsenal fans are going to be shouting that. You know, I mean, as soon as Arsenal lost this game, let's be honest, Arsenal fans were looking straight away and saying, Conte's sitting there. We know that. <laughs> and as I said, going into I'll, this I'll, game, I'll, I, I think hmm. your fan base, like a lot of fan base, um, 50-50 over the manager. And, yeah. and I said to someone the other day, they're 50-50 right now. I said, but in a month's time, that, that 50-50 could be 70-30. De- de- depends yeah. what happens. And I think straight away, and I know it's one match, and I repeat, it's one game, but the, as I said, the way you lost, and then the, the, the confusion about the, your two most experienced attackers, yeah, let's say, yeah. Um, just not in the squad, nowhere to be seen. And the reason is, that Dodgers are still. And then the reports that are coming out, I think straight away from the Burnley, uh, from the, sorry, the Brentford defeat, it's, it's turned to, um, to 60-40 instantly. And I, I, but I, I think off the back of that result, there are too many people, they're not going to look at, let's say, Aubameyang and Lacazette, we don't know what they're doing in training, maybe they're thinking, their attitude just thinks. Yeah. Everyone's going to ignore that and just go, well, I'll out. You get Arteta out, but you've still got the same problem with those two guys. But like I said, we don't know the ins and outs. I'm saying if that's what it is, it's that whole player power thing. Yeah. Um, like, why would why would Conte want to come Arsenal at this point? Like, I know we was close to getting him. How close? I I, I don't know, but. I just think no European football. Are you going to give him the funds? Because that's what he demands, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, I was literally having this conversation with a friend of mine who's um Italian and a Juve fan, and I was like, <clears throat> the whole thing is okay. Besides the Juve job, he didn't really stick around, or he had problems, he had issues. He's becoming like the Rafa Benitez, where he just wants money. That, that's what he's like. That's why I didn't want it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think with you lot, it might have worked having um, Paratici there, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He worked with yeah. Juve. So yeah. that's why I think that would have worked. I think him coming to us, it'll be a quick fix thing, but then we're in that same position. Like when he goes, who takes over? Yeah. How does it run? Um, 
we'll, we'll, we'll have to show Brentford some respect and we'll speak about them in a minute. Um, but David, just get your, your view on, on the whole Arsenal situation. The game, first of all, and, and going forward. Yeah, um, Arsenal, yeah, from start to finish in that game, man, I just just didn't perform, man. One at the races, Brentford are up for it. I don't know whether or not it's you know, Brentford's first game at home, they're pumped up, but Arsenal, I don't know whether or not they just they just didn't turn up. I mean, the, the, I think that, like I mentioned before, the lineup wasn't, was a strange one. I don't think they got their, you know, some of their players back. A Bang Yang, Lacazette not up front, it's quite disjointed and, um, Brentford just took advantage, man. It was a good performance, you know, um, coming up from the championship to perform the way they did at home. It's the performance for me that was really surprising by Arsenal. Um, had little moments in the game where they could have potentially, like, got back in the game. Pepe had that good chance um, when Tierney crossed it in, but... Great save. Yeah, 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 it was a great save, but, yeah, it's more the performance side is a bit worrying for me, for Arsenal, and, I think I think Arsenal, you know, I know the fans will be disappointed because I've been like I know I can I can kind of sympathise with United at times with Oli, but I think in this circumstance, I think you know Arteta should be afforded a bit more time because I think the fact that you know there is a manager there, you know, he got them the FA Cup. It's just the board needs to kind of back him in terms of getting rid of the deadwood and kind of getting the players that he wants to, and he's kind of got to stick to a certain way of playing because he tinkers the team a bit too much in terms of the formation. He needs to get, you know, like a, a balance in the team because it just seems a bit disjointed. Um, let's talk about who who, who impressed. Um, I think for Arsenal, for me, I mean, Emma Smith-Rowe was, was, was getting a lot of praise on the commentary. Um, I think he showed some nice touches. Out of the attacking players, he showed probably the mo- most urgency. Um, showed like he was actually thinking of, of trying to do things or trying to make things happen. Um, but again, sorry, there just wasn't enough quality. There wasn't, man. That, because a man does a turn, a neat turn, I get it, he can't do it on his own. But this is what I'm saying, the pressures. You give him a new contract and you give him number 10. I know it's just a number, but... Too much responsibility, man. You're trying to show that this guy's the main dude here. And and sorry, he isn't. Listen, he was huge for Arsenal last season because last last season, Arsenal were in a rut. A rut until he started to come into the team. He added that youthfulness, that urgency, that that hard work, that humbleness, that, that um, enthusiasm. That's what he added. And Arsenal needed that at that point. And I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve, he 100% deserves to be playing. But I still don't think he, he's going to make things happen like that. I think Saka makes things happen. Emil Smith Rowe does nice things, but I just don't think he has that, that assist in him, that great keep. I, I just don't see that. Um, and so the standout player for me for Arsenal was Kenny. Like, yeah, he's, he's consistent. No, and there's one word to sum him up persistent. That guy does not stop. He, he, he was having like, Canos was doing really well against him. Like, mm. I saw Canos on that, like, kind of wing back role at times, and I was like, what? This is a bit of a mad one. Like, he's an attacker. Um, but yeah, he, he, he kept with him, he stopped Tierney a lot of the times. 
Um, but Chen is just persistent, man. So, so definitely him. Um, Dan, who impressed you for Brentford? Kind of non-stop. Who? I think Canos. Um, he was really good, really effective in you know, um, especially the lead up to the goal. But he was kind of everywhere. He was involved in everything. Uh, everything good for Brentford. Um, and uh, yeah, I think for me, he's he's, he's the main one. But I, I like the, the structure, the defense. They were quite. They weren't troubled in the back. They seemed quite comfortable and. Was that and I like, or so shit or? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah. I, I was in, I, I thought Pinnock did well. Um, I thought um, what's my name? Henry Henry did really well against Pepe. But is that hard? Pepe has 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 his moments. He does, and, and he shows his quality at times. He just it's just not consistent enough. Um, I thought Yano was probably their best player in centre midfield, um, and the front two just caused havoc. They were just on their job. They were ready for the fight. They looked up for the fight. Um, sorry, Dan, you were going to say who was your impressed with? No, I was going to say um, I like the front two. Mm. It was, and um, like they said, um, with Canos, but I think the front two, just the way they, then at the same time, is how shit our central defenders were, but they just bullied them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They just bullied them. They just, Ben White didn't look like a 50 million pound defender. Mm. He looked yeah. average, oh, yeah. and he's just like, ah. Uh, obviously, I've seen, you saw Ivan Tony in the um, championship, and he did the same mm. thing, and he was he was on it. Yeah, and exactly. he's, he's just carried on. Oh. You know, he's one of those ones you're thinking, can he make that step? Clearly, but he smashed oh, it. Yeah. Um, he's gonna be, yeah. he's gonna be like, what's good to call it? Like the, my man who's at Watford, he's just a battering man. Troy Deeney mm. yeah. doesn't stop. We'll just keep yeah. going. The, the 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 manager the manager is a good coach. You can see you got a lot of Danish guys in there. Obviously, he's Danish. Um, yeah, good start for them. I, I, I think. I mean, um, he got his tactics spot on. That was it. Was, oh, spot they, on. They, so, they, was so they, perfect they, to play. They pressed play us Arsenal. like yeah. nothing. Even 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 the long throws. Like that's what you do. Yeah. With <laughs> they don't like that. <laughs> Like it all just felt like it, it, it's a plan. Like it's, it's just. Um, I mean, in that first half, I'm looking at you know Arteta's like I want to play the ball out from the back, and Brentford was just like no, and was just all over it. Why just do giving you it away? It? Why do you keep doing? You can't do it. You're shit. At it. I, it worked bro, like a couple of times. I'm not arguing with it, <laughs> and it's gonna come up later with Leeds, yeah, because uh, right as I said, I'll speak about that when it comes to it, and it but mm. yeah. Yeah, the passing out from the back, man. Leno just takes 10 years to do everything. Yeah. Like, you saw the signs. And, and, and you're away from home. You encourage the crowd when you do shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You pump up the crowd when you're making them dumb mistakes. Like, um, yeah, just, as I said, it's... Yeah, so yeah, my man's on, not Edison. He's not Allison. He's he's, he's nah. nothing with his feet. Nah. He can't he can't ping a ball. He can't think. Bro, just boot it. Let's go old school. Makes you think, innit? Getting rid of Martinez the way they did. Ah, uh, don't, don't even start me on that. Scandalous. <laughs> All off the bro, on the back end of last season, the the previous season, FA Cup. Da, 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 I was like, okay, cool. 
Martinez looks to be the guy. Yeah. I was happy. Like, when all this thing up, I was like, I'll keep Martinez. I understand why he didn't, but I would have kept him. And then you see the season he's just had and then going to the Copa America yeah. Yeah. and thing. And it's like, and only 25 mil. It's a kick in the teeth, bro. And then we're going to spend, try and what, spend what, 30 million on Ramsdale when we had yeah. the guy. A oh, quick, quick, quick question. Um, we'll move on from um, what. Well, well, we're gonna. We'll just um, get your opinion on on your game coming up this weekend. But um, Joe, will was you was you surprised? Was you disappointed? Was you, did you not? Care? I was. No, do you know what? I was disappointed. He he was the one I was disappointed because I was like not just off the back of what he did at Newcastle. I mean, what he did there. All right, cool. I think out of those ones, kind of the younger ones, because you had Maitland Niles, Reese Nelson, mm. Willock looked the one who was most promising. Mm. And all of this, one of our Arsenal's Instagram with this thing about when he said, like, goodbye, thank you. He's one of our own. What's that video about? You just sold him for 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, I hope he comes back. I hope he comes back and scores a hat-trick against us. <laughs> just to show them they messed up. Mm. I know just like oh where would you fit him into the thing I'm like a player he, he's he's good enough to be in that team mm. or in or around that team in a, yeah, yeah yeah I'm not saying oh yeah he's a star he's going to be no, I'm saying he's he's definitely good enough to be in or around that team better than some of the other ones that we keep in there do you know what I mean I was definitely disappointed and for, for 25 minutes they want to talk like that's good business it's, it's not when it, there's a, meant to be a premium on homegrown players yeah mm. We're we're no. gonna go um just get your opinion on um, your next fixture, your first home game now of the season. Obviously the crowd yeah, might yeah. be I think their mood's gonna still be influenced by what they saw did um on Friday. Um and you welcome Chelsea. What 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 any, any chance? Do you know what? It's you know, as you got the whole thing, well, I would have said about Brentford, London derby, anything, but you know, um, last season, the game that turned it around for us was the Chelsea. Yeah. Game. Oh. yeah. Me, I'm, 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 I'm hoping he's, he's taken something from that and he can turn it around. But there's obviously, there's, there's always time when we play Chelsea. And if the, if the players can't get up for a Chelsea game, then they need to go in there. But yeah. I think, I, I, at least I would hope it's not a battering. I think I'm hoping it'll be a competitive game. Like they, they tend to be amongst us. Mm. But um, I wouldn't say it's a write-off, like say compared to, if, if we were talking about the, the following game, City, I'd say we're screwed. With Chelsea, I think we've got a shot. Personally. It's, it's not like we're 10 to 1 on to win it, but we got a shot. Yeah. Well, Lukaku up against Ben White. I think he'll get out. <laughs> 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 Uh, there was, I forgot about him. I hope it maybe he needs a little bit more time on the training field. Maybe you'll switch the bench or something. Maybe you'll go for it at the back. Maybe I wouldn't be surprised. I, I thought you kind of would have gone looked to go with that with that Tavares being brought in as well. Cheney mm. doing that role. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll but see what happens. I hear what you're saying. Um, you can go three at the back. You stop Tierney in there, and then you do Saka as the wing back. N- you got that Tavares and I, I, I think Saka has now sealed his position as a winger whether it's going to be on the right or the left whether it's the mm. or Pepe I don't care he's your best player he is and 
like, and someone asked the other day, like, Who, who's Arsenal's best player? Like, and you're like, you're sitting there thinking, no one, they don't have anyone. Like, but it is, it is Saka. It is Saka. He makes things happen. He's the only one mm. consistently that makes things happen. Um, we'll move on now. Um, I'm interested to see what David's going to say about this. Um, because I haven't, you was away overseas this weekend. Um, yeah. So you didn't see the game live. Well, I caught up and seen the. You caught up on it on 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 a full game or highlights. And I caught up on a full game. Saw 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 what I needed to see. Um, okay. All right. Um, I'll let you have the floor. The um. The match. The match itself first. I thought I thought it was a I thought it was a brilliant performance. I think it's a great way to start the the season. You know, having full fans there, seventy five thousand chanting, whatever. You know, Bruno Pogba, I mean, especially Pogba with the four assists, man. Uh, uh, it's fantastic. You know, um, man, Bruno man. just scored. Yeah, I, I, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I know Bruno scored the three goals, the hat trick, and everything, yeah. but. I think Pogba's energy, the, the the ability to roam and have that freedom to kind of do what he does best. That's Pogba at his natural habitat now. He's able to float around. He's not restricted. That's where he needs to be be playing. Um, I mean, I was impressed with Greenwood as well. I mean, the finish was fantastic again. Yeah. I think it's a big season for Greenwood because I feel like now he's got that opportunity to kind of mature into that, that main strike. I know Cavani's going to be in and around the team, but I think he's got the opportunity now to kind of add to his add to what he's been doing, and yeah, it's it fantastic, man. I got to shout out Lindelof as well for that that ball to Fernandez, man. That yeah, was a good ball, uh, good ball into him. Um, look, I, I give credit to I give credit to McTominay and Fred. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I give I give credit I give credit where credit's due. Um, I thought McTominay's energy was brilliant. Uh, for Fred again, making the tackles, they they worked well. Um. Listen, I wasn't too impressed with Dan James in that game. Like I think, mm-hmm. you know, I would I would have preferred to uh, maybe a Langer to, to play because uh, he's been scoring goals in preseason. He's been looking quite impressive. So I thought Oli could have kind of experimented then. But the performance I've seen um, against Leeds was not a surprise. I didn't really learn anything about Man United because this is the same type of performance I've seen last season when we beat them. So you didn't through. learn nothing about Man United or you didn't learn nothing about Leeds? Well, I learned, I learned, I learned, I learned nothing about both of them. We knew that Bayelts is going to come to Man United. He's going to be open. He's going to be expansive. He's going to stick to his principles, and that enabled Man United to kind of play, play the way they wanted to play. Once we beat the press, we had so much space, and when we got players like Pogba, Bruno, who can get the ball to feet and score and score goals and create opportunities, it was destined to be a result like this. There was no, it was going to, it was only going to end one way. The the the, the pressing from you. That didn't yeah. stand because that, that stood out to me within the first 10 minutes. Your pressing was like I hadn't really seen I don't know, maybe it happened last season and I didn't notice it. I don't know, man. But I just saw a different kind of energy, a different kind of purpose to your pressing. Um yeah. that, that's I what I noticed straight up. away. I saw man like Pogba pressing man at left back and shit. I don't know whether it was just because it was Leeds. Um and you wanted to do a leads to leads kind of thing, you know what I mean? Um, or this is what you're going to try to look to do going forward. Um, yeah, that, I, I that, think it's more. I, I think it's more to do. I think it's more to do the fact that Leeds 
it was Leeds and Leeds were quite open um, and then we were able to press because I think had it been against a team like maybe Wolves or, some, or, or someone else who's quite like organised, structured or Burnley who come to survive and we, we tore them up like that then I would have said, you know what, I've been a bit surprised. But I, I kind of expect him to play Dan James in this game because he'll track back and forth. Um, you know, he'll play McTomney and Fred regardless because of the energy to, to match the energy from Leeds. And then he kind of hoped that Pogba and Bruno were able to do their thing. So, um, but I'm a bit, because like I said, like this was a good performance. I'm happy with the 5-1 victory, but I would have liked to see something a bit different. You know, I would like to see, you know, you know me, I like my boy Donny. I would have liked Donny to kind of play that game. I would have, based on what I've seen in preseason with him and Matic, um, it's kind of a different way of playing because I thought, you know, Matic, even though he's up advanced in, eight, in years, Still kind of gave a good performance. Um, Donny kind of played that box-to-box role, linked quite well with Bruno against Everton um, in the preseason mm. game. I just wanted to see something a bit different. We've got a squad, we've got a squad now, we've got we got depth, and I would have I want to see something different. I've seen Fred and McTomney, and I have <laughs> always I've always I've always gonna stick by what I'm gonna say. We're not gonna win anything with Fred and McTomney. As great as the performance was, there's gonna be there's gonna be tougher tests out there where they're not gonna be get get that opportunity to to get that much space and create that space. And on mm. the ball, in the midfield, that's where the key problem is because McTomney and Fred really, when they get the ball and when they are pressured by a better team that's going to pressure them, they crumble. So we need a, a CDM in there that's going to be able to control things. And opportunity for Donny to play, he's going he's to be cool, calm and collected. And he's kind of a cultured player that knows on the turn, he's always looking for that forward pass. And Fred and McTomney, both of them together don't possess that those qualities. So but the jury's out for me, but on what? I'm just gonna jury's out for me on Ollie Ollie because <laughs> he's got he's got he's got to learn. He's got to learn to he's got to learn I, to I kind know, of trust I, the I players. I, I do think there's things last season that we saw that he needs to learn from. Whether Donny is one of them, obviously you're a fan of him. I, I was I, I think he's a good player. So there is times that I think he, he should be used. Um was a surprise he didn't start. I don't know, because I'm of when I talked to you about the last friendly, you beat Everton, didn't it? Yeah, we beat them 4-0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and you was praising Donny and you said, obviously, I, I just know you love him, so I just think you think he does everything great. Um, <laughs> no, no, listen, him and Matic, for me, <laughs> it's looking it kind of showed how Man United should be playing now. It's looking <laughs> bad the bleak for Man man. It's, it, look, all he knows, if he continues to play Fred and McTomney and performances don't continue to improve. Yes, yeah, well, I don't know, I don't know about that. You just gave him a new contract, didn't it? It don't mean anything, man. Now all all it says is <laughs> that he's been given an extension on his contract, more money. That we we've, we got Varane, we got Sancho now. He can't complain and said he didn't get the players he wanted. He needs to start to deliver. He needs to start using the squad. And, and you know, there's certain games where you can play Fred and McTominay. Maybe this was the game to play it, but there's going to be certain different games where th- these two are going to be rendered useless. So we kind of need to kind of... Ad- but this is something that Oli should be doing in pre-season, identifying different combinations, different... He's mentioned about playing 4-3-3. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, it's intriguing to see certain games, whether or not giving guys like Donny an opportunity, because need, he needs a run. He's not really, he's not, he's not really had an opportunity to have a, a succession of games. He's played sporadic games here, there and everywhere. And when he does play, he's, he's not really performed to the best of his ability because he sticks with Fred and McTominay all the time. Well, so, what what, what what do you feel is 
because he wasn't here for the last one. What do you feel is um, Man United's got to be Man United's objective for the campaign? Um, I think the objective is, is just top Premier four. League. Just Premier League. Uh, top four. You I mean, wouldn't say, I you wouldn't say a title challenge. We're not there yet. We need to get that out of our head. We're not there. Chelsea and Man City are far too strong, and they've got they, their depth in, in their squad, and the the manager the manager managers of those clubs they're far too superior to Oli. We're top we're top four. I, I get I get you, but but I'm like, do you think it's it's it's, it's got to be a club objective? Not forget who the manager is, just where the team is at this position at this moment. Will the progression that they want to see is a title challenge? I mean, potentially, no one really challenged last season. No, I think we need to bridge the gap. We and the signings that we've made, we're making we're making that progress. I think we need to kind of be in the contention. You know, I'm not saying to in the title, but if you know, get you know, we kind of need to bridge the gap in terms of the amount of points that we were behind, and we need Mm -hmm. to turn those those draws into wins, and that's that's the objective. I think second place again. Would still be a level uh, of success, but uh, bridging the gap by by not being too far off Man City, or it could be Chelsea this season. So that, in my mind, is progress. But looking at looking looking at ambitious this season. Just... Um, I, I I think Paul Pogba, I know it's one match, and we'll see what's, what's next. Um, but it looks like he's continuing the form, kind of from the Euros. Like he's taking that confidence because in the Euros, I think. He was unbelievable. Um, oh, yeah. Dan, um, did, if Paul Pogba was at your club, would you would you fight to offer him a new contract or would you would you like to see him sold instead of the opportunity to go for free? Uh, based on how he's been a lot recent time, that's the true Pogba. I'd, I'd be busting the guard for sign. Mm. I, I I know, obviously, there's things where they say, oh, it's been inconsistent at times, and but maybe that comes down to team selection and who's been put in with and those around him and this, that, and the other. But when you see the true Pogba come out like that, because, I mean, it didn't turn shit overnight because he was doing shit like this at um, Juve. Yeah, he was the man at Juve. Mm. Do you know what I mean? This is this... So, Sutton's been... Obviously, there was a whole Mourinho thing and the top. Yeah. It's maybe it's the guys around him, but I'd be busting the gut to sign. But then you've got the reality now is who can who can give him and who can give him the money he wants. It's only really PSG. Some Spanish teams are broke. Mm. But does he want to? Does he want to go to? Does he want to go to the French league where his thing is just Champions League and play in Marseille every season? Well, <laughs> this is the thing. No one, no one's buying him. So the threat is that he goes for free. David is is. Is that worth the risk for another season and just let him go for free? Because it would be this summer, right? Now next summer, sorry. Next summer, yeah. yeah. Listen, he, he's going. He's going next season. He's going to run down his contract. Riola's kind of told him to do that. He's going to go to. He's going to go somewhere, maybe like Real Madrid or somewhere like that, where they get a big off sign-off fee and he'll get he'll get the wages he wants. He, listen, he's come Can to the end of his. Him? I think by the by that by the time that comes around next by that season, time you're saying these, yeah, yeah, there would have been a bit of recovery, recovery and all that because it's but, at the moment in Spain is diabolical right now. You but. know what? It, it's a, it's an interesting thing because 
next summer, I think we all know it's not just him. Mm. There's Mbappe and there's Haaland, who mm. who both come available. Haaland obviously is a, a release clause, and um, that's cheap. And it's, it's cheap. cheap so them big teams, yeah, that's cheap as chips. You know what I mean? Um, Even Spurs could afford it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leave him still uh, for a discount. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh um, <laughs> you fucked up our brain. No, oh, and um, Mbappe, who we're going to talk about in the news. Um, it looks like he might be running his contract down. Um, so yeah, he might. I don't know. I don't. He might. He might give it a few months. I think he might end up signing. To be honest, I, I think that's the most likely thing. I think if all, if Man United look. Look like they're having a good season, uh, and and Sancho hits the ground running, and him, Pogba, Bruno, they're enjoying it. Greenwood, they're enjoying their football. Then, I think he might just wear the options and be like, "Look, I might as well. They're gonna pay me my dough, and and right now I'm having fun. It, I, no, I could see that happening. I, I'm not sure. Um, we'll talk about Leeds for a bit. Um. Man, this is this is a lead result, isn't it? Like mm. they they just get smashed. Well, reverse last season, wasn't it six one? Yeah, like what that? was it six one? Six two? Six two? Six two? Um, they just get smashed away from home. Like they just we know. Listen, I think me and Perry to be fair it, to them. To, to be fair to them, yeah, I think um, last season I know they got smashed by by us, but they kind of be out to kind of bridge the gap a little bit because they went to Man City, they drew, um, especially their home record was quite good. They what did they win it? They, yeah, yeah, they, they won, won it. But by that by that point the season was basically over. Like even but we even, even we battered them. Well, I was gonna say but Leeds as, as much as oh you know yeah they, they're gonna get battered sometimes that fight though mm. compared to like, like I said the way us but they look if like you, they if you lose really, they look like they didn't really they, you know what to be the to to be honest, like the, for the first time, I, I think they, they they almost show signs of a bit of fear. That that's one thing. Like when you what you just said, they're fearless. Mm. That that's what I described that Bielsa team as. They're just fearless, isn't it? But there was like 20, 25 minutes. Like they started to play themselves into the game a bit, um, and obviously it's, they, they equalized at the beginning of the half. Alien brilliant strike, mm. um, and then you thought, oh. And Man United just hit them back straight away. And I just thought there was little periods where it for the first time they kind of showed a bit of fear in themselves. Um, I don't know, maybe maybe that's being harsh, but again, the passing out from the back, man. Yeah. They have a team that gets the reward from it, don't get me wrong, because they move it quick, they know what they're doing. Um, they're very calm. But man, Melier is a good goalkeeper, but he mm. His kicking is just... he done it against us. It's just... It's suicidal, man. It's suicidal. <laughs> and what was it? Was it the... Was it the Bruno's second? Yeah. I think it was the Bruno's second one, yeah. No, it might have been the first. It was the first. Was it the first? Yeah, I think it was the first. Because he kicked it. No, actually, that's a lie. It wasn't the first. Yeah, no, nah, I'm wrong. There was one where it fell to Pogba from a shit kick 
and he just first time played it in. I don't know, yeah. man. There's just too much suicidalness with them. Um, as I said, my prediction, I think I ain't got the piece, piece of paper because me and Perry fucked our predictions up um, last week. Um, <laughs> I think I had leads something like ninth, 10th, around there. Um, I think it's still achievable. I mean, it's, it's early, yeah, I'm early it's season. one match, in it? And we yeah. know what leads are, and this is what they do, isn't it? So, um, yeah, not shocked by it, but, um, well, good start for Man United. It kind of just lets people know that, look, and, and it's going to give the players confidence um, going forward. Um, my moment now. <laughs> it's my moment. Dave, take over. Wow. You know, you lot, you lot done the done the business, man. I think Tottenham one nil. You got to give a round of applause to Nuno, Spirits of Santos, man. Getting the players to kind of with all the whole thing with Harry Kane. No, no, no. I meant ask me the questions so I can. Have oh my, yeah, yeah. My yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, it was a great performance, but what do you, what do you think that Tottenham did quite well in the game? What what do you think that kind of won it for them? The energy. The, the energy, man, it was, it was, it was, it was red hot in there. You know when they say red hot? Mm. Like, don't get me Cauldron. wrong, I was there, so I'm going to take some praise for it. You get me? <laughs> I, was, I was part of the atmosphere. <laughs> but, like, the atmosphere was just crazy. Mm. I think the whole build-up, obviously, we haven't been at football for, for way too long now. Um the champions are coming to your ground. That's your first game of the season. And it's them. Considering the summer we've had with Harry and all that shit. And Harry's not even there. Like, you know what I mean? They've just caused us hella issues. And, and even Pep, like, I liked Pep, but I think he's a wanker. Why? Being a wanker now. What? what? Why? Just because yeah, he said right. he's interested in Harry Kane? I've got all explanations for everything. Yeah. Don't let it go, <laughs> man. Don't let it go. Huh? You gotta let it go with the hatred for Pep, man. No, 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 no. I never had hatred, but now I do. Yes, because he sat in a press conference, yeah, chatted shit, yeah, said that you're interested in basically, yeah. We want Harry Kane, or whatever he said, yeah. Oh, but Tottenham, if they don't want to come to the table, you wanker. If you want to buy a guy, you come and we're not chasing you for a bid. You know what I mean? And then in your next press conference, what do you go out and say? Oh. I don't talk about transfers. I made an exception last time. You dickhead. That made it even worse. That made it... He might as well have gone full out and just carried on talking about Harry and saying he's the greatest thing ever. You know what I mean? But fuck Pep anyway, yeah? <laughs> Back to the game. Um, my boy Tanganga. The guy's got no more wow. pockets. He's got no more pockets, yeah? Because in one... Is Raheem, and then the other is that waste man Jack Grealish. Yeah, he. I'm gonna be honest here. People gonna say I'm gassed. You're gonna stop doing it, but that his performance, not not on the team, his performance is one of the best defensive performances I've seen. The guy was in so many situations where he was one on one, two on one at certain times, and he dealt with it. He dealt with it, man. Like. And, and we were thinking about loaning this guy out to Galatasaray. Idiots. 
So I'm glad now Nuno has said that he's going to give him the opportunity to be first choice. But yeah, yeah I was going to say that Tanganga. Um, do you, do you think like now is an opportunity now to extended run at the team now, based on that? One hundred percent. Look, man, he played preseason. He played a couple of games centre back. I think he came on in one of the games as well. I mean, in the final one, he started against um, Arsenal up right back, um, and he was brilliant. He was brilliant in that game. Um, set up the goal in that game as well for, for Sun. Um, yeah, man, his, his attitude, his focus. You know, Mourinho, you have to give credit to Mourinho because Mourinho did say that he sees him as a right back at this current st- stage in his career. And, and I think he's right. It's just the way that Mourinho instructs a player to play that position is not the best thing and will make you play worse. You know what I mean? Um where he's a guy, he's an athlete. He's got good pace about him. He's strong. You know what I mean? So, so, you know Mourinho, he'll put shackles on you. So you could almost see like he had a a tag on his ankle. As soon as he went past the halfway line, that tag, that, that tag started bleeping and he had to go back. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's how it kind of was with Mourinho. Like, I remember the, I think the first game Mourinho started him, um, was against Middlesbrough in the cup and he played right back and then he went on one mad run in that game. Like, he made it on a couple runs, sorry, to be honest, but he made a run and and at the end he got a shot off which went inches past the post. Like, so, but that was Middlesbrough. You know what I mean? Mourinho's going to let you have your fun against Middlesbrough in the cup. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, but give credit to him. He said that at this stage things are right back and I agree with him. I, I do think maybe five years he'll be Three, four, maybe three, four, five years, he'll be ready to maybe progress to centre back. But at this moment, he's defending. He's very aggressive. He, he gets his hands on you as well. Um, where it's, just, it's not really a foul. If it's a little too long, if it's a drag of a shirt, yeah, it's going to be a foul. But he just lets you know he gets a hand on you, um, which is legal. You know what I mean? So yeah, he, he was brilliant. Lucas Moura um, was brilliant. He just kept going, man. He's just... The guy's got so much heart, man. He's a frustrating player, as I said, a bit like Lamella, because they give their all, their 100% effort, but sometimes the quality is just... Just lacking, man, and and just can't help you progress with victories and stuff. Um, Moves me on to my point about Bergwijn, because uh, as much of it, you know, how much work he did, like, you can't... You, can't, you missed that sitter. I yeah, mean, yeah, it's yeah. not the first time, uh, you know, like, in games where he's been presented with an opportunity and he, yeah. and he missed it. Mm. Um, what do you think about him? No, again, it falls into that same bracket as Lucas and Lamella. Works his arse off. You know what I mean? For Mourinho, Mourinho had him basically playing at right back in, in certain games. Will work his arse off. Um, it's got pace, got strength. Decision making is not always the best. He's his quality is not always the best, as you saw with the miss again. Um, but he's a, he's a hard player to hate on, but you just know that he shouldn't be starting. If you really want to progress, if you really want to get into the top four, and you look at the top four's clubs, let's be honest, there, we know the top four clubs at the moment. You look at what they kind of got. As I said, I argue with, about Man United that there is players that don't have consistency, like Rashford like Martial. Good players on their day, great. Um, but 
just don't have the consistency to their game. Um, but yeah, Bergwijn, he has the one thing he does have consistent is he works his ass off every single match, but it's just his his quality is not is not consistent. So um, yeah, he missed that chance, and when he missed that chance, I was like, "Fuck hell, man, we could ruin that." You know what I mean? That was a chance to go two 0 up, and I was saying to my brother, I think I might have said to him at halftime that is just the one worry to me is that. If the chances fall to him, we ain't gonna win this game. You know what I mean? Because, and and that's something that's not good because you can't rely on him. Um, but yeah, as I said, I don't want to. I don't want to diss man. As I said, I, it's not a thing where I would sell him. I, I do think Nuno will do a good job with him um, and get better out of him. Um, but whether he's gonna be enough to to really take us where we want to be. I, I, I don't believe so. And, and Brian Hill is, is still only 20 years old, so I don't expect anything from him yet. Um, so, yeah, that's why I, I would like a, another attack of, like, wide man kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, with two, with two weeks to go until the transfer window ends, who, who do you want to bring in in terms of position? Because obviously there's old Kane thing. If, if he does go... Um, who would you like to replace him or someone else, you know, in different positions where you think could kind of strengthen Tottenham? Um, the Kane situation, look, we need a backup striker anyway. So we need to be going for strikers anyway. Um, what will happen will happen. As I said, I think I said this on the last one to Perry. I might not if I didn't. I'll say it now. I, I, I don't want to see Harry sold pass this week. I said it this weekend. If he doesn't play... And I want to hear by today that we've accepted a bid or or they've accept, bidded enough money or whatever, because we're just going to handle ourselves. So what? Give them what they want. It doesn't really make any sense. We're not helping Tottenham by selling him now. So close to the end, are we going to be able to get? Our, we know that the people are working behind closed doors and, and doing this, but to lose him now would be. Just feel weird. Martinez is not going to come. Blahovic, if we want him, we're going to have to go for him now because Atletico are stepping up their chase on him. Um, and I've I've seen little highlights of him and stuff. And, and he is that kind of Harry Kane kind of player. Not obviously not the levels of Harry and not, not the quality of Harry, but he's more physical. Um which, uh, again, on, on the weekend, I thought that was an example of kind of, there were certain stages in the game where we missed that. Do you know what I mean? Maybe under a bit of kosh, we needed someone to hold it up. And, and Son, you know Son is going to give 100%, but he ain't, he ain't got that physical presence to him like a, a, a Kane or Vlahovic, you know what I mean? So, and Vlahovic, sorry, people with Vlahovic, mix him up with Vlahovic <laughs> from the UFC. Um but yeah, um, I'd like a another centre back, hundred percent. I mean Sanchez. I do believe there's a good player in Sanchez. I've I've always said that um, he just can be a calamity, and I just need a coach to bring a bit of calmness back to him. Um, and hopefully, New York can do that. Eric Dyer is not going to leave because of the contract situation. I would like him to leave. I just think he's been there for too long. We moved past Eric Dyer now. No disrespect. He, he he's always there. He's been asked for years, but yeah, if we're talking about moving the club forward, I, I would lose him. Obviously, we've got Romero there. So 
if we're not going to buy another centre-back and we are going to buy the right-back, the Japanese guy, that would leave us with Tanganga, Doherty, Ore and the Japanese U. But hopefully, um, Ore needs to go. Hopefully he goes. And then we're down to three. And three is okay because um, Tommy Yasu, let's show some respect to the, to the player, um, he can play centre-back as well. And even left back. So, yeah, I, I, I would like us to get that over the line. Um, I don't know what's going on with Undembele. Oh, I do know what's going on with Undembele. Undembele would not help us in a match like that on a weekend. He ain't running around like that. You know what I mean? As much as Deli Ali ain't got the quality of him or whatever, Deli Ali is more going to run. And, and he had the highest run stats. So, Another centre midfielder, I think the club is going for, so I don't mind that. But yeah, as I said, another striker. And I, I, depending what kind of money we can raise from selling people to Soko and whoever else, um, I would like a, another attacker player. I do like Damsgaard, so if we were to get someone like him, I'd be happy. Yeah, I know, I know there's rumours about, obviously, Kurt Zuma um, and also Bamford from Leeds. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't even talk about them rumours there. Um Zuma, I think, is on the list. As I said, the way our director of football works, he, he looks at about 10 people for each position. So I'm sure Zuma is probably someone they thought about. I, I don't think the Bamford thing is true. I just think that's madness. I, I just... I mean, it kind of goes away from what you're saying of you want someone who can hold up back to goal as a bit of a presence. Yeah, he works. He's off for Bamford. But how much are you going to pay for Bamford? Pay I think you go for Calvert-Lewin. Not Calvert-Lewin. I hate him. No, hey, that's 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 a bit deep. <laughs> but Calvin Lewis, you need like, that target man, that presence, man. Nah, nah, we don't, man. Stop, stop. We don't. I, I don't want that. Make up your mind, bro. What do you want? What do you want? Not Calvin Lewis. <laughs> As I said, a guy who's a physical presence, but Calvin Lewis scores goals from three, four yards out. Did you see his goal on the weekend? Sometimes that's what that? you need. That's all he does. He, yeah, that's all you need if you're Everton. No disrespect to Everton or Southampton. <laughs> Tottenham, we need guys that are going to take... How about Lou? Would you take Calvert-Lewin in Arsenal? Will you take anyone right now? So, <laughs> um, would you take him at Man United? In a heartbeat. But the players we've got in no, the wing and stuff... Are... That's why. you got Cavani and fit, you've got Greenwood, one of the best finishers out there. Yeah, finish. listen, it will add, it adds something different to what we got. Yeah, but it, you've got options. We're talking about... I mean, how long, how long is Cavani going to be there for? It's good, but another season then he's retiring so that's what I'm saying so you've got Calvert-Lewin bang you can tuck them little three four yard ones that you're complaining about and then Man United oh, go win oh, something maybe Man United that's, that's Man United's <laughs> business anyway yeah. as an option yeah as an option yes but as a main man I don't want to hear Calvert-Lewin near Tottenham I don't I'm sorry I, uh, he's a fox in the box he's a goal hanger so. yeah he's a head of machine yeah all of that he's good at what he does but he's not levels. I'm telling you, I've said this from him. I don't just saying him because you brought him up now to link him with Tottenham, like as a disrespect thing on him. I've said it from him before. I just don't believe he's that level of quality. He may progress into that. He needs to learn how to shoot first. Yeah. I don't want to just a striker that's now. They're the type of guys you have as an option when you have a team of strikers, two or three. We, we we might not even have one in a week. So, yeah, no, no. Lao Kabalu. 
but this is dusty. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I think you know. Like I said, I think Calvert Lewin's a good shot. It's going to be interesting if Kane gets sold. How quickly? How quickly you can get? A, 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 I mean, realistic. Do you think Kane's going to stay at Tottenham past this season? Um, or like. I, I really don't know because I have my thoughts and I think that Man City just ain't paying what we want. They're just not doing it. What, what, they, was, what is money, money plus payers? Would you take anyone from there? Yeah. Real, the realistic ones. Would, well, what's realistic? Is anyone realistic? Uh, uh, I'm saying, are they going to give you the bro? Men do. I don't want men to eat No, but not going to give you the bro. I'm saying like, realistic. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Um, Laporte. Yeah. Shaft, he seems to be on the outers at the moment. Yeah. yeah, he's on the outers. He shouldn't be on the outers. He's left footed, he's centre back. That's what we need instead of Maybe going okay. for centre back. Okay, on uh, top of uh, Laporte as well. What'd you say? Uh, Nathan Ake as well, isn't it? What about him? Him, him, and, him and Laporte. Do you know million. what? I like Ake, man. He needs to get out of Man City immediately, mm. but not to Zotman. He needs to go out on loan. He needs to, like an Everton. Uh, um, who else? That's kind of deep, though. My man's paid his dues. He's, he's, he's done his time, and now you want to send him out on loan. He's a good player, but they're just sucking his confidence. Uh. They throw him in, and every game is under extreme pressure. And, and I think he's a good defender, but I mean, the community surely made a mistake. Um, a big mistake was it for the penny? Yeah, you made a mistake um, against us. I don't. I mean, how many of the defenders did have a good game? Um, yeah. So, but let, let's, sure. talk, let, let's talk about C for a bit then. Um, <laughs> C transfer business. I, I'm going to put this question to you because I've thought about this. All this business with them needing a striker, yeah? Do you all agree that's what they need? So that's that's yes. that's obviously what's going around the world at the moment. They need a striker after that game. It's a joke that they don't. They're Man City and they don't have a striker and whatever. They can't do the false nine again, and, and whatever. So you you both agree that they need a striker. So they need Harry Kane. Yeah, they didn't need Grealish. Why? Oh, thank you. Why did they buy Jack Grealish for hundred million pounds? Someone tell me. You've got Foden. You've got Sterling. Who can play on that you side? You've got you got Bernardo Silva. Right, but yeah, if we're talking about the options that you have. Yeah, Mahrez. But Bernardo, yeah? Or, apparently, he wants to leave. I just think Pep's just trying to throw him out, basically. Um, who else do you got? Anyway, I've named four, and they're four quality players, and that's enough. Yeah. Um... The Bruyne could play basically anywhere he wants. Anywhere, he's that good. Mm. Jesus. Let me chat about Jesus for a minute. The more and more I'm seeing Jesus play, he plays out on the left wing. He That's came on, yeah, against us, and I watched him. And he, I was thinking, where's this guy going to go? Because I have a feeling, just like happened in the Champions League final, this guy is going to come on and go on the left. He came on and he drove straight over to the left-hand side. I was like, what, what's going on here? You've got a centre-forward slash striker. You might not be the greatest, whatever your opinion of Jesus is, but you don't play him in this position. 
I'm baffled, man. As I said, Jack Greenish did not need to be signed. You would have prioritized that money for a bit more with Kane. That's yeah. what they should have done. Now it's ridiculous. Yeah, Hundred million for a player they, they don't need. Probably Adam. Hmm. I don't think Man City are going to justify another 150 million. And another position, sorry. Left back. Why do you not have a left back? Well, they've got Zinchenko, but he's coming back from Europe. But that's the only one. And and Cancelo can play there. But is is Zinchenko a a natural left back? No. I don't know what he is. I'm saying he always saw himself as a midfielder. Yeah, I think he was playing there for his country, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm saying, but he's not a natural left back. I know he does a job, and he was he was very close to going Wolves like two years ago. Mm. Yeah, because um, remember they, they got rid of Angelino as well, didn't they? Huh? They got oh, rid yeah. of Angelino to Leipzig, isn't it? Great player. Well, okay, yeah, they bought him back just to sell him again. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's what they did with Harrison. And, what do you mean? What purchased yeah. him back? Yeah, they purchased nah, him back. Alone. They got him back from PSV, in it? No, no, they. Yeah. It was a PSV with a buyback option. They bought him and they sold him off to Leipzig. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. Um, but Mendy, Mendy's just not good enough. He's a calamity guy. Like the ball, he lets the ball bounce. He's so big. Yeah, when you see him, he's a tank. But like he gets bullied. Like it's just very strange. Like it's very strange. I, I, and this is supposed to be the best coach in the world. And don't get me wrong, he, he's proved it time and time again, but with the best assets that you could have in football. And, and, and right now, I just don't understand some of the business that Man City are doing. Like, it's, just, it's like you're just... It's like a... It's, like a, it's almost like a 12-year-old kid on, on FIFA. He's just buying, you know what I mean, who he likes and not yeah. buying who makes sense. And... I, I don't know. Um, oh yeah, I, I me and Perry gave our prediction about the table, and well, that's one thing we did agree on. That um, Chelsea is our pick to win. Who's your pick now? If you didn't see this weekend, not, who was you thinking before this weekend? Before this weekend, I was um, I was still in the the city camp. But off the back of thing, I'd say, I don't know, between Chelsea and Liverpool. Now they got Van Dijk back. And, and with Lukaku in it. Mm. David? Yeah, I think Chelsea, man. Um, the squad the squad depth, they've just got Lukaku now, that, that big centre forward. Mm. And he's going to be, he's much improved since his days oh. at United. Um, they're looking to buy. Um, Another centre back, um, as well from uh, Kunde. Yeah, they look too too short at the helm. Yeah, I I can't see anyone. I think Chelsea are favourites. Right. Um, we'll now go through um, the other results, and if if any of you have anything to say on them that you saw that you noticed. Um, We'll start with Burnley and, and, and Brighton. Um, as I said, Burnley took the lead. Kind of controversial. Did you watch the game? Did you see the highlights? Yeah, Burnley no, are going to struggle this season. Did you see the, the Sarkovsky goal? Yeah. I think, I, yeah, yeah, yeah scored in the second minute. 
What, a foul? Yeah, on Mope. He just pushed him. Yeah. Like he was a boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then scored a header. Um, I mean, Perry was saying like how Brighton, like, you know, like they were extremely lucky. I'm unlucky last season and probably should have finished higher. Um, Burnley in that first half were bloody unlucky. All right, they got a bit lucky with the goal, but like Goodmanson hit the post, Ben Lee hit the post, and um, hit the bar, sorry, as well. Um, and then obviously Brighton turned it around. Um, who scored the first goal for Brighton? Um, Let's have a little guy here. Oh, Mope. Mope. Mope, and then um, the substitute, McAllister. Argentinian Scotman, he, he got the he got the winner. Um, Crystal Palace went to Chelsea and got annihilated in um, Vieira's first game. Um, Alonso started just before the half an hour with a free kick. A lovely free kick. That, that, that keeper was just dumb. You knew where it was mm. going. Uh, uh, yeah, guy. <laughs> you knew where it was going. <laughs> Um, Pulisic with five minutes to go in the first half um, made it 2-0 and then as a Chalaba um, picked up all the three points um, with the third um, his first goal for Chelsea that was a good finish first, first mm. Premier League game isn't it? yeah yeah, it's a big yeah, yeah good goal man um, and to be honest he impressed in um Pre-season, we, we had to go to Chelsea part of that. Um, oh, that mind series. Yeah, mind series. Um, yeah, he was good against us. Um, yeah, they means they might not dip into the market. And obviously, they've got Chelsea. Um, Chelsea, sorry. They've got Lukaku back at the club. Um, and looks like he's going to start against you lot, Dan. So, sorry about that, Mike. Um, yeah, uh, Abraham oh, oh. as well, yeah. Oh yeah, and Abraham. Yeah, we'll get to that in the news. Um, Southampton, as I said, they took the lead against um, Everton. A mistake. Yeah, a mistake by Keith. Oh, brilliant finish. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, brilliant ever, finish. Ever, ever get booed off the pitch? <laughs> they were getting booed. A half time, yeah. they got booed off the pitch, bro. No way. I need yeah. another. Yeah, like a raffle. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just Rafa, man. You know, like Rafa. That was just that for them. That was just like, yep, told you, Rafa's dead. We don't want him booed, man. Yeah. The one thing about Rafa though is Rafa. You know, when you're talking about Calvert Lewin, we know that Calvert Lewin's best in the air, brilliant in the air, one of the best in the league. His jump is ridiculous. Um, and they, they're going to be very cross heavy. You can see in it. Yeah, um, Townsend. Um, that's what. Yeah, out wide, for. man. They, they could, you know, they, they, they could do all right. I mean, it, it's that's what it's about. It's about focusing on, on, on what their strengths strengths you have, and, and it's not just Calvert Lewin. Richardson's very good. Oh, yeah, great finish, shit finisher, but very good. Yeah, um, they've got a balance in it. I mean, uh, now, now I think with um, with him in charge, I think he's going to start to he's got a way of playing, and I think he's gonna, you know, I think he's gonna their, their chance is going to come down the wing. And you know, Dominic Calvert Lewin's gonna be that focal point, and that's how they're gonna look into win games. So mm. yeah, good start for them. Um, as a three second half goals, um, Richarlison, Decore with a nice finish, and um Calvert Lewin with a weird header. 
from like two yards out, squeeze through Mama's legs. Um, and then Leicester Wolves, um, you see Jamie Vardy's finish, man. Mm. No, nah, that was next level. That guy, like, instinctive finisher. He's like, I mean, like I used to say about Giroud. Giroud used to do them little things where he flicks at the near post and like, he used to do it well. Like, Jamie Vardy's unbelievable. Like, um, so he got his opening goal of the season. Pereira did well in the build up as well. Um, I think it's like, I know, you expected him to slow down, bro. But it didn't happen. Yeah, it's unbelievable, man. He's adapting his game, bro. But he's just like, yeah, it's all like he's adapting his game. He's like, okay. And he just, he harasses everything, bro. Wolves, they come close a couple times, though. Adama Traore kind of playing in a different position now, isn't it? Like his role's changed under this manager. Playing alongside um, Jimenez. Yeah, and a few times. Good to see him back playing. Yeah, yeah good to see him back still. I was, I was surprised when I saw him there. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Adama, man, the, the, you know the pace, the strength. It, it could be a good tactic. He just needs to obviously work on that finishing, man. If he can add that to his game, he, he's a hell of a problem up there. Because I said, if, if they can play a certain style where, you know, people will kind of not show respect when they play Wolves a little and, and come on to Wolves. And on the break, I mean, you give Adama space or anything, the guy's like a train, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, um, nice start for Leicester. Um, Watford Villa. Did any of you see that? Yeah. I saw parts of that your 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 green white green David man yeah man the news number Dennis, I think and it's going to be I think it's going to be a surprise package of the season man I think yeah energetic man um great finish but I thought Ismail Saar man I, problem isn't it he's a problem he's yeah different gravy man uh, uh, technically technically he's better than um say maximum and um Traore but yeah, he's yeah. got that 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 kind of ness about them. That's what I'm saying. Technically, he's better, but like he's got that one-on-one in one-on-one situations, he's, you're in trouble. Hmm. Physically, you, you you could see why Watford didn't want to get rid of him last season. You no, know, the yeah. talk was when he went to the championship. This thing. Yeah. But that, yeah. that having a, a full season down in the championship and just smashing it has done him amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, like tactically, like what's his name, Cisco? He he got his spot on, man. Like just sitting with the three up front, um, like three beasts: Dima, Dennis, and and Saw Pace, Power, Blackness. You know what I mean? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and them man, nah, them man, them man just done the job up there. Do you know what I mean? And Villa played again, as I said, played into their hands, kind of thing. Villa now coming with a bit of authority about them after the transfer window. Obviously, we know losing Jack, but you know it was almost like they want to send a statement, get on the ball, and be positive. But yeah, on the break, man, them three up front called them hella problems. In the second half, Chuko Hernandez came on and scored a beauty, a beauty. But so did McGinn, who replied like three minutes later. Um, Nice side foot volley from the edge of the area. Um, and then Danny Ings 
um, got his first Villa goal, took on a penalty um, in the last second. Liverpool, Van Dijk back, back to well, the new season, back with Salah involved in everything. Um, Jota, Firmino and Salah on the score sheet. Norwich, could be a long old season for them, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, everyone's like, yeah, Liverpool are back. I mean, it's one game. It's no, one game. No, I'm, not, I'm not jumping on the old oh, they're back in this thing, but yeah, you know, yeah. with Van Dijk in that, that defence, there's a whole different thing than last season. Oh yeah, we, you know the possibilities. The possibilities are that Liverpool's have the have the capability to, to win the league. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you're then, wasting yeah, your one of your best central midfielders playing in defence, and you just yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, going to play that. way better. Yeah, I guess they're more organised. Um, and then the early kickoff on the Sunday, um, Newcastle West Ham. Um, Newcastle started really well. I said Maximan was on fire at the beginning, man. He just looked like he was going to have it. Um, Callum Wilson got his first goal in the season. Um, obviously, in the first game of the season. Um, Cresswell equalised. Kind of went to VAR because they were a bit confused. Suchek got touched. Did um, Bowen hit it before it went in? Were they offside? And all this in the end. The goal given um, five minutes before half-time. Um, Jacobs equal, um, got Newcastle back in front. Sorry for the break at the break, and with a header. And second half, West Ham just turned it on. Um, Antonio causing havoc as he does. His last goal, his goal that he got in the end was was brilliant. Finished it brilliant. Um, his penalty miss, Stuchek tapped in, but before that, um, to make it two two, Ben Rama who. I think they're expecting a bit of a better season from him. I heard they're going to go back in for Lingard. I, I yeah. think it will happen, to be honest. I think it makes sense for him. I think it makes sense for Man United to just you move lower that price. So you load it. If he's not going to sign a contract, then just yeah. you know, yeah, you've got he's not going to play like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, what's the point? He might as well go and enjoy himself at West Ham. But yeah, David Moyes, good start to the season for them. Um, again, it could be a long one for Steve. Um, let's just read the fixtures um, and just tell you the the big games to look <clears throat> that we'll probably be talking about on the next episode um, Liverpool start the weekend um, when they return to Anfield Burnley are the visitors three o'clock kickoffs as a villa at home to Newcastle Brentford after their win goes to Sunhurst Park. Leeds at home to Rafa Benitez is Everton. <clears throat> and Champions Manchester City are at home to Norwich. Um, and then the five o'clock kickoff will be a decent game. Um, Brighton versus Watford. Um, and Sunday, um, two games at two o'clock. Southampton at home to Manchester United, Wolves at home to Spurs, and definitely one of the key key games to end um to end out the weekend is um Arsenal versus Chelsea at the Emirates, and there's one Monday night game <clears throat> should be a good one as well. Um, West Ham versus Leicester. So um, 
Do you I want to say, know? Shows what, what Sky say that Spurs ain't even on TV on Sunday. I was about to say that. Show you no love. Just be safe. Can't make it on TV. It's all good. Maybe we'll decide at a later date the free games. Because I do want to announce it before. I do want to have it in mind before um, the games kick off. So we don't just end up breaking down the same big teams. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. but obviously, one of them will be Arsenal, Chelsea. Um, and then you we'll just find. said big teams. <laughs> well, that's your own club, mate. So um, <laughs> At this moment, I think I could. it's, it's backed up. Um, I don't even know how long we've been going. But um, we'll go on to news now. We'll start with football news. Um, not many. We've just got three ones to talk about. The Premier League Big Six rejoined the European Club Association. They had to leave that to join the Super League. Um, but they've been allowed with the other, was it nine teams altogether? So they have a three team yeah. to rejoin. Yeah. Juventus, Barca and Madrid haven't rejoined because they're still trying to think. Um, not much to go on there. Just happy to see it's all over for now anyway. Probably turn back up again at some point. Um, you mentioned it earlier. Um, Tammy Abraham. Um Steal the move to Serie A. He joins Mourinho's Roma for 34 million. Chelsea have a buyback clause that com- that comes into play in two years' time um, for 68 million. Um, Dan, your side was linked with Tammy Abraham. Disappointed yeah. to see that one go? A little bit, yeah. And I think at the same time, I hate Mourinho's like the killer of careers sometimes. Mm. And I hope it doesn't happen to him. And then especially in a foreign league. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think Abraham but, will do all right. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he will. I think Abraham will do what Abraham does, but it's just like Mourinho, man. Yeah. But, I yeah, I, I wouldn't have minded well, taking... That goes for the whole of the Roma team, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I wouldn't have minded taking Abraham, to be honest. For 34 million as well. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Um, you got you got to shout out Chelsea, though, because... They know how to get business done because they know yeah. they get money in. <laughs> well, they have. They, I mean, the signings they've made this season compared to the the outgoings, they have they've broke even. But well, they've made a profit. Yeah. So even getting Lukaku hasn't even got, they got basically for free from yeah. all the outgoings they've done. So. Um. Mbappe, we're going to now. We mentioned him earlier as well. Um, Messi and. Neymar and stands together. Mbappe was on the pitch. Um, had a good game, apparently. I think they were a goal and assist, or maybe two assists. But before kickoff, he was booed because of this new contract business. Because it looks like there's a chance that he's not going to sign a new contract. Um, do you think it, he he would change his mind, or do you think his mind's made up and he just wants out? Uh, I think he wants to go. Obviously, no, he's contemplating going now, but do you think his mind could change maybe playing alongside Messi and Neymar? He wants to be the main man. He don't want to be overshadowed, man, by mm-hmm. by Messi. And, um, it's an opportunity to go somewhere else, maybe Real Madrid, 
the possible destination. And I'm hearing that Real Madrid want to sign him this summer. So I think he wants yeah, to go. Come on. Yeah, they want to. They're looking for looking to get him this summer. They got the money for Well, they got the money from Varane. And I think they're looking to sell a few others. So I don't know what package they can put together to get him. But if he's in the and, and also he's, a, he's in the last year of his contract, so in six months time, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, six months time, teams can talk to him. Um, <clears throat> well, this is not many news, and we'll go on to MMA news. Quickly, um, Nate Diaz and Dustin Poirier going at it on Twitter. Um, I don't know who started it. I don't know who's taunting who, really. But it looks like more Nate, maybe taunting Poirier. Yeah, that sort of thing. Fight. It was it was Nate running this mouth as usual. And, and Poirier kind of bit it because I don't know. It, it it seems like he's he's half tempted to take that over the title fight. Like, would that make any sense? Obviously, money-wise, but... I mean, career-wise, no. Money-wise, yes. So, but then it kind of puts the thing, is Poirier in this for the titles? Or is he just trying to get cash and then bounce out? But you, I think you basically he, he got, got a title shot coming to you. I think he was on you're MMA... Like have, you're next in line. I think he was on MMA Hour yesterday yeah, with Ariel, isn't it? And mm. I only just saw, like, what's that, what's that shit you've seen, man? Um, like, one of the quotes from... What do they call it? whatever they call it. Yeah, one of his quotes from his interview. And, and mm. he was talking about um, like how still feeding his family. Obviously, that's always important, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. Coming off the back of two Conor McGregor fights, I would kind of feel like, now just go for the title, man. Because I mean, I obviously, maybe, his, maybe, it, his basic, maybe his basic pay for the fight is not in Conor level. But your pay-per-view points are balling. Yeah, to go and what he made his money stuff. Yeah, for yeah. them to try. So now if you can go and win the title. I mean, I'm hearing that he could retire if he won the title. I don't know. I mean, even even off the back of the Khabib fight when he lost, but he made money off of that headlining. Mm. Not just two corner fights. He's 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 got he stacked he stacks a paper unless he's we'll given all what, the way to his foundation and he's broke. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Maybe, I, I may, maybe now because obviously like look, obviously crowds are back now and the gates. He wants to maximize that. Maybe another fight with. With Connor, knows he's going to draw in another, and obviously the gate as well is going to be huge. So. Yeah. yeah, well, Connor's uh, going to be ages still. Um, but Connor's about a about year, Nate, bro. We're talking about Nate Diaz, and that will be at one seventy. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, he's always said he what he would like to have one fight at one seventy. So I, I don't know. Um, the legends, Gegard Musasi. Um, kept his Bellator middleweight title um, with a ground and pound victory over um, John Salter in the third round. Did you see any of it, Dan? Uh, I didn't watch the whole card, but then I, I was more saw bits off Twitter. That. Yeah, I was watching the card up to the co-main event and I fell asleep at the co-main event. Um, I watched the highlights of um, the Masasi fight. It was just basically John Salter just trying to take him down. Yeah, um, I heard he was just shooting, 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 and then like Masasi yeah, kind of got he was getting himself it more and then more tired. Yeah, and then fell yeah. in the shots. He ended up on his back, and um, in the end, Masasi just ground and pounded him up. Um, then he stopped him at the end of the second. I thought it was over. Um, mm-hmm. And this weekend, quickly, just to tell you, it's not a packed card to be honest. Um, 
the UFC um, returns with um, Gastelum versus um, Cannoneer. Cannoneer. Yeah. Um, quickly look at the card. Any standout fights for you? Let's see. I've watched it. I've looked at the cards. So I know stand-up fights for me, but because what's it? Um, Kananir. He hasn't fought since the the worker fight. No, Kananir. Kananir. Yeah, no. His last fight was a worker. That's last fight was um, Whitaker as well. Um, I think Kananir, after being on that little tear and losing to to Whitaker, he's going to want to make a statement. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely going to make make a statement to put himself back in. Gaslam needs a, a good win, to be honest. Yeah. Um, he's been bouncing between wins and losses, man. It's like, yeah, I know. He, he can't quite fight. I think he's another one that we'd said would benefit from a 165. He's a little bit undersized. Yeah, 100%. Um, not 165, one. No, um, not, um, where, one like 75. Because he was a um, 170, he was struggling, but if it was a 175 between, he could, he, he could laugh. Yeah. The co main is. Um, Clay Guida versus Mark Madsen. Um, Mark is a very... Guida always brings it, though. Mark is a very high-level wrestler, man, but Guida's scrappy, isn't it? Um, well, he'll take shot after shot, just not caring. And he stands out the face more. Which is stand-up fight for you on the main card? Off the main card? Besides the... Besides the main event? Event? I'd say the um, Pantoja. Well, 100%. 100%. 100%. I want to see that. I yeah. love Van der Yeah. Oh, he's a G, man. He's a G. That's the flyweights. Um, it will come off that. And then we've got boxing news. David. Yeah. I don't know your boxing man, more boxing man than me. Um, um, yeah, Boatsy, did, did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it. It was a good, hard 12-round fight against Balotniks. Um at the fight camp um, <clears throat> card on Matchroom. Yeah, Boatsy had to go through like a few, a few, listen, he, he, he done, he done the job. Um, it was a difficult fight. Bolotnik brings it. He's a very tough, rough and, rough and tough. He'll, he'll give, you know, gave Boatsy problems. Boatsy could have, you know, uh, knocked him down to the ground. I think it was uh, round six or seven. I'm not too sure. Um, I think but, it was six. Yeah. That, yeah. Six, yeah. But yeah, he, he came through a few storms, but you know he looked quite good. And now he's now mandatory for um, Bivol, um, so that's it's going to be an interesting. I, I wouldn't put him in with Bivol yet. I think you know I think Bivol at this stage will probably outclass Boatsy. I think that fight comes a bit too soon, based on, on you know on that last performance. I'd like to see him have a, a couple more fights, maybe fringe level world title fights or uh, world level fighters, or maybe even just. Fight some some fighters in Britain. I mean that that uh, the, the 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 light heavyweight scene in Britain's quite stacked at the moment. You got you've mm. got Yard, you got Arthur, uh, you got Johnson. Just and on the upside, though, isn't it? Yeah, it just hopefully they could get you know potentially maybe get made at some point. I mean you've got Richards as well, who who did fight Bivol, and you know some say that you know Richards gave him kind of a a bit of a scare, so maybe that could be the natural fight, Boatsy versus Craig Richards next. Um, so. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put him in just yet with that, uh, with uh, Bivol. I just think he's a bit inexperienced and I think he'll, he'll kind of benefit from a, um, another couple of fights before taking that world title fight. Um, 
Yeah, anything else? Uh, yeah. Um, well, obviously, you know, scheduled for that fight, uh, Manny Pacquiao versus um, uh, Errol Spence. But unfortunately, Errol Spence has to pull out with an issue of his eyes, the retina. So now the, 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 the match has been changed now. So Manny Pacquiao will be fighting for a world title but against uh, Ugas, uh, who's the WBA uh, welterweight champion, super, well, WBA super welterweight champion. This uh, is weekend, yeah? Is this weekend? Yeah, the 20, yeah, the 21st, yeah. Uh, it's on Sky, isn't it? Uh, well, no, I yeah, think yeah, it's, uh, Sky yeah. it's on Sky now, is it? Yeah, it's on Sky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, should be a good fight. I mean, Ugas has been in with um, Sean Porter. He lost, he, gave him, Paul, yeah. a lot, he lost, yeah, but gave him a lot of problems. A good fighter. So it should be a quite competitive fight. I know there's been talks about Manny Pacquiao. Potentially, this could be his last fight. I don't know how much truth is in that. but yeah, you know, Matt, If it was Ben, yeah. maybe. What, yeah. I'm saying, what, he's been out of the ring for two years now. Yeah. He's doing his senator, senator business as well, isn't it? So I don't yeah, know. That, that that man, that man are part-time boxers, part-time world-class yeah. boxers. Madness. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, bad what happened to Spence, man. Yeah. Like, um, Michael Bisping obviously knows about eyes. He's only got one. Um, mm-hmm. He was saying he needs to be careful, man. He, he said, you know I mean? Just just listen to his doctors and shit. Don't don't rush yourself back in. Or, you know what I mean, take and it. And Spence coming off the back of, um, yeah, the car accident. The car crash, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. About to get into a fight and then this happens. Yeah. And that, a lot of time. He came back and beat Garcia and then. Oh yeah, yeah. But a lot of time out the I, ring. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Potentially, um, I know Crawford might be. I know they're, they're trying to uh, have a fight, build a fight between Crawford and obviously his number one challenger, uh, Port Sean Porter, trying to get that fight over the line. Yeah, uh, Porter wants it. Yeah, I think it's the most logical fight. I think Crawford's, you know, his list of opponents who he's fought at welterweight, flat to deceive. So I think this will be his actual. Proper test, Sean Porter brings, and he gave he gave Errol Spence a nightmare um, in a couple of fights, obviously prior to when he got in that car crash. So um, yeah, he Sean just didn't, he just didn't give up. Yeah, he didn't give he up. Didn't give up. Yeah. Um, and that's the episode, man. Um, yeah. We we'll look forward to the weekend's games, and then we'll be back to um, review them. I said we'll find three standout fixtures um, and we'll go into them three fixtures heavily. Um, But yeah, that's it. Um, Yeah, peace.